Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius. Again, we are going through the book of Hebrews. We are now in chapter 11. We are, he talks about, we are, the Apostle Paul was teaching us about the heroes of faith and comparing their faith and telling us how they excel their faith. We have, we have started from chap, chapter 11, verse 1. We talk about the, the faith of Abel and then the faith of Enoch and then the faith of Noah. Now we're going to faith of Abraham in verse 8 by faith Abraham when he was called to, to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went now the point we are trying to point out in all these stories of men of heroes of faith like I said I have a little sermon on heroes of faith actually it's a little powerful now you get it from Amazon, if you want to buy it, it's on Amazon. But that little public is just talking about this each individual hero like this and analyzing their fit. When you look at these stories, you see that they are men like us, and we that have followed the Lord Jesus Christ, we are also men of faith in our own, in our own little way. In fact, when we, what we think is a little way is really a, a big way when you compare what we are doing and what those men of old that God recruited as heroes of faith, also what they did. We have to emulate some of the great things they did also by just hanging there with the Lord. And we are also hanging there with the Lord, but don't give up. That's what the Bible is telling us. Don't give up because we have to diligently follow the Lord. About Abraham, he said, oh, God called him to come and take an inheritance that he didn't know where it was. God said, follow me. I will lead you to a place where I'm going to give you a name. And he believed. And that's how many people are following dreams and visions. How God talk, talk to him? Did God spoke from the sky, had a voice from the sky? Or just in a dream or a vision? Could just be a dream and a vision. Which many of us are also following right now. The vision of God, the dream of God is what led many people from this place to that place, from here to there. In fact, you want to get a job, you pray. And God should it to you, apply to that place. And that's being led by the Lord. God is still doing that up to now for believers. If you are following him. Especially we that have been filled with the Holy Spirit is to lead us to good pasture, to show us things to come. That's part of the work of the Holy Ghost in us at the gate of us. So when I, when we talk about Abraham following the Lord, we are not too far behind when it comes to the faith of Abraham. We that are believers in Christ, we're not too far behind because he's leading us. Also. He said to this, the Bible said, God called Abraham to go to a place which he should after receive for an inheritance and he obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. Verse 9 says, By faith, 
he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. So they were living in tabernacles like a tent. I mean, in their generation, there are people that are building permanent structure. That they were because of that, maybe because of their life, their livelihood, their livelihood or lifestyle, they were they were cattle rearers. So they have cattle, so maybe that's why they couldn't stay permanently placed. Because very soon the cattle will hit all the grass and they have to move to where they could get grass for, for the cattle. And you know, that was where they had their substance. A lot of cattle. Remember when uh, when Jacob was coming from Syria, the Bible talked about thousands of cattle that he was giving hundreds away to his brother. So these are cattle rearers. So they may have a, they may stay in a place for a while, but you see these cattle have to eat food. In that generation, that's the only way they know is to maybe they plant some grass. I don't know where they can plant grass, but they just drive the cattle here and there to get to food and water. That is no more possible in our generation right now where big cities are big cities. That's what's happening in, in African countries, Nigeria, for example, they are having this food and air smell having problem because they are still following the old method. Because the cattle they have that they are trying to graze for it's no more possible. That's why now they are, they are now getting wise people and realizing that it's happening in, in the in the in the days of the cowboys in America, when the cowboys were driving cattle everywhere they have to make a lot they can't be they can't be driving cattle everywhere to go get food and they now what they are doing now is the ranch every cat every man that's going to be a farmer have a lot of cattle you have to have a whole acres of land for yourself and you plant your own grass or you go buy the grass from those who are planting it and feeding the cattle in that place not that you drive the cattle from city to city just to look for grass also. so that's called ranching so you have 40 acres for you to keep your something they will eat the 40 acres in, in within a year yeah that's why you plant some more grasses you plant some more grasses you have to be doing that regularly that become ranch where your cattle will be getting their food and then you will be in business so that was that in the days of abraham they have to be tent they have to be mobile not every week but they stay here for a while and then they see that there's no more water they move to another place that's why you see, go and read the book of Genesis. Abraham have to build well here, another well over there, another well over there, and they have so many wells. Why? Because very soon they have to move. And where they move to, they have to build well. That's where they get water from. And they have to move to another place when there's no more grass there. Build well. And just so they have well. And then they have to move back to this place. It's like seasonal places where they know about this season, this place is getting green again they move their cattle over there but you can't do that in this generation easily anymore so it's got to be another method that's why technology is changing things people have to follow technology and make a new way of of raising their cattle if we still need those goats and cow for, for meat they have to be raised look at chicken right now in many places this type of chicken now you will talk it talk it that they eat in america alone the multitudes of eating just in a single day called Thanksgiving Day, there are millions of talking. Where do they get all these millions of talking? They are racing them. They don't drive the talking to go and be looking for food on the grass or let the talking go and be looking for food <coughs> by themselves. There will not be millions of talking. They farm those talking so that they have millions of it. So, but that's technology. And that is what was happening in our generation also right now. But in the days of Abraham, they don't have that kind of technology, so they have to be going through 
the method they know how. So they were that's why I was saying I was pointing the fact that they have to go, they have to live in tabernacles. So that after a while they have to move the old tabernacles to another location. That's the reason, that's one of the reasons. And then they also think of themselves as pilgrims upon the earth. That's a mindset. They are pilgrims upon the earth, they are not to have a permanent location. And then they are living in tabernacles because they are mobile, because they have to be placing their cattle and driving them from place to place to get food. And then after a while they move to another location. Now that's what it was. That was part of the reason why they were like that in their lifestyle, in their generation. Verse 9 is what we are reading in Hebrews chapter 11. We say, By faith, Abraham sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Now he is putting that one to as part of their reason why they are not living in permanent shelter, they are living in tabernacles. Because many people now in that generation think the earth is just a place we are passing through, that our home is in heaven. Even up to our own generation, our parents were always thinking like that, that the earth is like a market, you go home when you go to heaven, when you die, you go home. That's not, that's, that's not really our home. Our home is right here on earth, in our body, according to the plan of God. But the human beings begin to think of death as if that's where they're going home to heaven, if they die and go to heaven. You see, but that's how the, the mindset of Abraham was that they are just pigments upon the earth and they are looking for a city that has foundation that God has made for, for them in heaven. So that is the mindset that this book of Hebrews was saying that that mindset is why they were living in tabernacles, like pilgrims upon the earth. It's a good mindset to live like that in, and make not, not to amass things on, on, for yourself or not. Because human beings are still going through the, the plague of death. They have to leave it and go to the grave. But see, that was not the original plan of God. The original plan of God is for us to be here on this planet earth. So that's why it's going to resurrect the dead in Christ again to give them a new body. Because this is our home. It's on the earth, physical, physical world. It's the home God has built for mankind. And that's why God also become human being because he's going to live with us permanently on this, in the body of Jesus Christ for eternity. Building out a city. That's our foundation that New Jerusalem will be a physical city that will be descending, that Bible said in the book of Revelation chapter 21 and 22. So understanding that, we make it to have a, mind, a proper mindset and pray right. So they look for a city which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. Now verse 11 says, now going to the faith of Sarah, the wife of Abraham. So through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Now, when you look at this story, you can begin to see that well, all of these people that say they have faith, they also have their own doubts and their own mistakes on their time. Go and read the stories of Abraham and Sarah. They waited and waited for children. And we 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 praise them that they finally got their the answer to their prayer that in the end the baby came, but we also know that they faltered on the way. So that's why you shouldn't beat yourself down to the dodger because you made a mistake. Just repent and follow the Lord. Because God is faithful, God is merciful. And if we offend and if we make a mistake of not believing right or doubting him, don't doubt him at the and when it's fatal, because Moses doubted and he couldn't go into the promised land because of just single one day of his. 
because of, it was now closer to God. But if you repent, because we are still far away from the Lord, if we repent, He will forgive and He will help you. And it's, the Holy Ghost is enough to help us. So God is enough to help us so that we don't beat ourselves down to, 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 to shame just because we, we, we doubt it when it comes to faith. So, but you see, Sarah doubted. In fact, it was, the Bible said, angels visited. Maybe she didn't even know they were angels. No? They just thought they were strangers. Abraham called them Lord. Also. And then when they visited God with two angels, and they said, Sarah is going to have a baby by next year. And Sarah had it behind in the tent. And God said, Sarah laughed inside. She laughed and said, these people have not seen my face to see how wrinkled up, how old she was. She was already 90 years old, something like that. But when they say, why did she laugh? <gasps> How did they know that she was laughing? Because she was not there. She was behind them. And she was laughing inside. Not even laughing outside. She was thinking inside her mind. But God has seen the spirit. Has seen your soul. Has seen your mind. Because why did she laugh? Thinking she was too old to have a baby. Is anything too hard for God? So, I didn't laugh. They were, you laughed. Don't worry. By this year, next time this year, you have this year. So that, basically, we can say she doubted. But God is merciful. They are, that's why I said they are woman means like us. So if you doubt it and you don't you shake in your faith, don't beat yourself down to the loss. Just repent and ask God to help you and you will be better off. Like that man said, if you can do anything, help me upon us and help us. What Jesus Christ told the man that brought his son to be delivered from this lunatic spirit. Jesus Christ, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. He said, I believe, help, help thou my unbelief. That is, help me, Lord. I believe, help me, Lord. I believe, help me, Lord. Help my own belief. Because doubt is coming when people have been tried so much to the point that they they gave up on many things. That's when it's when God says, if you can believe, all things are possible. I believe, just help my own belief. Help my, you should say, help my own belief, Lord. I believe your word. I believe you are able to do it. I believe you can do it. So that is exactly, Sarah also the same thing. I believe. She... She was doubting, and that's why she told Abraham, why don't you just take this woman, the slave that they bought, that was now old enough to, mom, to get married. He said, let me just give her to you. You raise Sarah to, to her. Look like Sarah, she was the problem. Also, because they said the woman was the one that was barren. If you have a second wife, you will have had children. God promised you they are going to be father of many nations. Maybe I was the problem. You marry a drunk woman. Also, it's what people tell you. You have got other women, you have so many children also. But God promised Abraham, you are going to be father of many nations. But the only wife he had, that he had, and that's his half-sister, and he's not going to get the second one because he loved the woman. And even though the family, in that generation, they married four, five, seven, as many as they want. But he refused because that was his half-sister. And he loved the woman, the woman was beautiful. Except for this one thing that she was barren. So after so many years, already 70 something year old, 80 something year old, she said, well, why don't you just uh, take this slave woman and just, she will bear children and I will raise the children for you. And that was how Ishmael was brought for. That was like a doubting, wasn't it? That was like doubting. So that's why I said, these men like, are like us. We, they have their doubts also. But God still stood firm because it was God that promised and God never changed his mind. And that was why God brought it to come to pass. Even though now the Abraham was now 99 years old and the woman now 90. And God still brought the promise because God will not change his mind. But the 
they received it. Abraham, Abraham himself, first love, when God told him that your wife Sarah will have a son. Abraham loved something like that. <laughs> when I'm already 99 years old, why do I need any boys? That's what he was saying to God. I don't think I need any other son. I already have Ishmael. And a woman that's 90 years old, why is he going to have a baby? And he thought maybe, maybe, maybe then he started praying for Ishmael. Oh God, don't kill Ishmael. Because Ishmael will live, but the one I promised to is Sarah. You see that in the book of Genesis chapter, chapter 15 or something. So that is what I'm pointing out is that these men of faith, they also have their doubts. So they are like human beings like us. Don't beat yourself down because you doubt it. Just repent and keep following the Lord and God will help you. And pray like that man say, help my unbelief, O Lord. Help my unbelief, O Lord. Because God wants us to be honest before him. If you are shaking and doubting, just confess it to God and say, Lord, I believe you are able to do this. I believe you will do this thing. I believe it, but I'm shaking right now. This thing has not manifested yet. Help me, Lord. Help my faith. God will help you. Because it's God that has promised and it's word that we are standing upon. That's why he was saying Sarah was joy to be faithful. Verse 12 of Hebrews chapter 11 again. Let's go back to Hebrews. Therefore sprang there even of one of him as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky in multitude through, through the son Isaac that finally came to Abraham and Sarah. So many as stars of the sky in multitude. And as the sun which is by the seashore innumerable just like God promised Abraham that you see look at the skies. Can you count the number of the stars? So shall your seed be. And he believed. And that's just through Isaac now. Not to talk about Abraham and other sons. What about Ishmael? Ishmael also have sons. Also. And they all have their own tribes. What about the other wife of uh, Abraham after Sarah passed away? Keturah. She had five, Abraham. And some other family, other, other tribes, other, other nations. So Abraham has seed like stars in the sky. That's what you're saying. So not just through Isaac alone, not just through Isaac and Jacob, through Isaac, through Ishmael, through the sons of Keturah, because the Midianites, they were sons of Keturah, and others, and others, and others like that. So, go and read it in the book of Genesis, you see that God has fulfilled his promise that Abraham will be father of many nations, not just one nation, many nations. But starting now, of Hebrews chapter 11, see, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. That's all these men of old that we are talking about. They saw this faith. They saw this thing coming in the future. In fact, Abraham, God told Abraham that your seed will become strangers in a, in a foreign land prophesying about the sons of Jacob that will go into Egypt and they will be punished because God is only following that seed that he has said Abraham, Isaac and Jacob not Abraham, Isaac and uh, Esau no? he's planning that not Abraham and Ishmael and uh, the rest of no. God is saying this is the seed he's talking about that because God is lining a seed up that he wanted to come through that seed that's why God was particular he wanted to come through a seed through a lineage he said Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and then they have, you can't take one person now. It's now he wanted to form a nation where he's going to come to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And through that, you have a nation just for the purpose of bringing the Messiah in who's going to save the whole world. That's the plan of God. And the Jews in the days of Jesus, they have mixed up and they 
are persecuting Christ and persecuting the apostles, not really understanding the plan of God. And the plan of God is not just for the Jews. That's why they were saying, the Jews were thinking, don't go and preach to the Gentiles. Don't go and preach to the Gentiles. They were persecuting apostles. They thought the plan of God is for the Jews to just be king and rule the world. No, it is the Jewish true Jesus Christ who rule the world, but it is Christ saving the whole world from God. Christ saving the whole world for God. And those that are saved by Christ are the ones that are going to be resurrected and live on this planet and inherit this planet. See, the righteous are inherited here. Because that's the plan of God from the beginning. He's chosen a lineage through which he will come through. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God chose a line through which he will come through. For a purpose, for his own purpose, to bring forth the Messiah that will save the rest of the world. And that is really what it's all about. And now he went further and said, They all died in faith. Many of them saw this thing coming by vision. God showed to them by stone for their generation. He told Abraham, Your seed will be there for 40 years, then I will bring them out and they'll come back to this land where I'm going to be, I'm going to be their God and they're going to be my people. And for a purpose to bring forth the Messiah. Like I said. So they all died in the faith, having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them. And embrace them and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And they are looking for the future. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. Like Abraham, he gave up on the fact that he was from the all the Kildis and he's now in this place where God has said, This is the land I'm going to give to you. So don't look back to the all the Kildis. He said when God brought the Israelites out of Egypt, he, boost. he didn't want them to look back into Egypt. He said, don't ever go back to Egypt. I'm taking you out of there to your land. Don't go back to Egypt. And when they ever tried to go back, God was, it's like saying God failed. That's it's like saying God failed. If God take you out of this place to this place and you want to go back to where I took from, it's like saying you, God, you failed. No. God said, don't ever go back there. Um, I, when I made the promise, I'm able to fulfill it. So the same thing, that's why he was saying, if they wanted to go back, they can go back. But see, these people made up their mind. God has taken us to from A to B. We are going to stay in that B, that place B. See, but, but now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. Now, the city that we are talking about is the heavenly city that God is already prepared for the saints. The new Jerusalem, you can read that in the book of Revelation chapter 21 and 22. That new Jerusalem is the city that people are hoping for, that they are seeing by faith that that is really hope that we can be thinking of with saints of God. The new Jerusalem is the city that God has prepared that has foundation. A city that has foundation. Verse 17 says, by faith, I'm going to talk more about the faith of Abraham. Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up is only because of son. Of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. From whence also he received him in a figure. Now let's talk briefly on that faith of Abraham that was tried. Now because when you talk about faith it's from different stages of faith. Different stages. There's the faith that Abraham went out of his place and followed God and came to the land of Canaan. And was there worshiping God, serving God, and doing his business there. That is faith itself, that following his word of law. 
There's come a point where I was tried and tried and tried. He couldn't get a baby even all this time was there. No shelf. That was trying fit. Also, but he hanging there, keep calling on to God, God, you have not given me a seat. And God said, You will keep believing and keep believing until they walk out something also. But then God came and said, You have a seat and promising when they are already too old and he laughed. But they still believe that God can do it and it happened. And the seed was revived in there in them, like almost like a seed that is dead. Look at a woman that is hundred years old, you see, well, if he has any sperm left, it's already getting dried up, no so they hardly can produce any sperm, but God reviles that. That's because he believes that God is able to do what he wants to do. The woman that looks so old and look like a no more having menstruation, that's gone for 50 years ago. But God reviles that. That is because they believe God can turn this around, and that's what he's saying. They believe that that's another faith himself that God. They believe God to the end that God reversed those things. Now comes the point God said, let's see whether they can still continue to believe. The boy is now born. It's now about 11 years old, 12 years old. God said, no, go sacrifice this son for me. And Abraham didn't hesitate. He went because you know, God can raise this boy back to life. No, he still kept believing that God said, this is the son that's going to be the heir. Why am I going to kill him? No, he didn't mean to justify, to refuse to do it. No, God is give this son. He's able to keep him. He's able to resurrect him. He went and did everything. That's why Apostle Paul in this story was saying it was accounted that God was able to raise him up from the dead, even if he sacrificed him like God commanded. Even from the dead, from whence also he received him in the figure. This boy was this he was already dead in, in, in Abraham, and now God revives revived and was able to bring forth this baby and through Sarah. If God said, Go and kill him now, sacrifice him on the altar. God is able to raise him the day from dead, even after he sacrificed also. So he went and did it, but God stopped him. Because it was just a test. See. Verse 20 now going to the faith of Isaac and Jacob. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. You wonder about that. Is that that's just a single sentence about the faith of Isaac? Why? Because he believed what God has told them through Abraham that they are still going to inherit this land and he's passing it down to whoever is the blessing. He has two sons. He wants to bless the firstborn that. They always impose uh, blessing upon the first son to inherit all things. So he thought he was going to bless Esau. But Isaac stole it from Esau. Because they already, they already said, swear to him that you are, you give me the birthright. And Esau has already sold his birthright. So that's why it was justified for Jacob to, to trick Isaac to get that blessing. But in the end, Isaac was just following the faith that he believed what God has said. This is son, we inherit this land. So he's just blessing that you will go to inherit the land. All your brother will bound out to you. He's passing the blessing down. That's faith. Believing in the future is what faith is. Believing in the future that God has prophesied to you. Believing in the future. We are also men of oh, I'm pointing all this out to make it to say that we are also men of faith. Do you believe you're in the rapture? That the apostle Paul wrote down that we that are alive will be caught up to go with, together with them. That if you believe it, you are a man of faith too. And a woman of faith too. We are believing in the future that we have not seen. We just believe what the Bible says. We are men of faith too. So believe that you are a man of faith too and thank God for it and then walk, keep up, keep exercising that faith because God is well pleased when you believe. All these men, Isaac, he just believed what was prophesied to him that he see we held the land that where they are living when there are other people in the land. He believed and he passed it down to them by blessing them. So that is the faith. And you are also blessing your children that they are to be believers and they are passing it and Christ is coming soon. We believe it and it's, we are men of faith too. 
that Christ will come down from the sky. We believe it. We are men of faith. That there's a new Jerusalem that the Bible said about is coming down. We believe it. We are men of faith. That is what you have to recognize that you also are men of faith of believing Christ. That's what I'm trying to make you see. You are also a man and a woman of faith by believing this Bible that we have written out for us. Because when we believe it and we call upon it, he also came and gave us the Holy Spirit. That is the evidence that you know that this thing is real. He gave us of himself, of, himself, of his spirit to, as a deposit that this thing is real. It's not just some fantasy books, some 2,000 year old fake books that some people thought. <laughs> they are being fooled if they believe the devil like that. See, this, thing, this book, this Bible, it's not a fantasy book, friend. It is the truth. Because the spirit that was in those people in those days that was prophesying through them is also in us. Prophesying that this is coming to pass. And we are experiencing these signs and wonders that he said he was following the apostles. We are experiencing this was following us. That's why we are able to confidently, boldly say this thing is true. Follow it for your own good. Now verse 21 says, By faith, Jacob also was passing it down. Say, they believed these things that was prophesied to come. They were passing it down to their descendants by praying for them, by blessing them. Because you know it's coming in the future. And that is faith. And we are also men of faith when we pass the word of God down to people. And we bless our children. We are believing God that He's coming. The rapture is coming. We believe God that what Bible said, there will be an Antichrist. Get out of the way. Don't, don't let the Antichrist trick you to hell. We are believing the word of God that is saying we are men of faith too. Verse 31, by faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. Now, I'm going to stop here and continue this because it's a long chapter and it's full of things we can all talk about, about faith. But every one of these men of faith, heroes of faith, that were exercising their faith by just believing prophecies, by just believing what has been prophesied is coming, to, coming in the future and passing it down to their generation. They are men of faith. We are also like that. We are also just men of faith, believing the scriptures and experiencing it also. And I know that the Lord will bless your heart as you ponder on this. God bless you. I will continue this in the next broadcast. Praise the Lord. Well, we will continue this message in the next broadcast. The Bible said, Precept shall be upon precept, line upon line. A little there, a little there. And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. In, in other words, we can say, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the Word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.